Welcome to the Podcock Pcast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. Part 7 of the college football preview is here and now. The Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC, is the subject of today's podcast. 14 teams will contest the 2023 crown for the Atlantic Coast Conference. No divisions this year. Just taking the top two teams to get to that ACC championship game. We'll let you know who those teams will be. Well, in my opinion, I've power rated all 14 teams. We're going to go through their uh, team a little bit quickly, a little blurb on um, what I expected. 2023 will give you a prediction or some advice on the over-under win total. And we will dull, <coughs> excuse me, we will dull out a best bet on um, at the end of the show here. So without any further ado, let's go to the power rankings and get into this thing. At number 14, checking in, it's second-year head man Tony Elliott and his Virginia Cavaliers. 3-7 and seven campaign last year. Five offensive starters back. Eight on the defense. This team, I mean, they had, you know, tragedy um, with, with three guys getting gunned down. I mean, just just awful, awful. So that's the reason they only played 10 games. They had the last couple games canceled. This wasn't a very good football team. And you kind of root for them to have a bounce back year this year. I just don't see it. They're facing the 34th toughest schedule in the country. Junior running back Kobe Pace is back. A Clemson transfer. So you like that wide receiver Malik Washington also back. How about this name? Could be Tony Musket, the junior. Could be the quarterback for the Cavaliers. But I don't expect much. I think they're going to be a bad football team here. Uh, let's look at the schedule. Um, they'll take on Tennessee and Nashville in the opener. James Madison, North Carolina State, William and Mary. Georgia Tech, Duke, and Virginia Tech, the home games, the road games at Maryland, at Boston College, at North Carolina, at Miami, at Louisville. I mean, the over-under here, Vegas has set three and a half. It is shaded to the under at minus 142, the over plus 116. I don't see it. I, I think they're a two or three-win club, so I got to go a slide under. I mean... At BC is a winnable game, but it's on the road. William and Mary at home, it's winnable, but I'm, I'm telling you, the pride, that's an in-state rivalry, a uh, little brother kind of syndrome there, and William and Mary, I think, is coached by Mike London, former Virginia head coach, so maybe a little personal revenge spot for him. The JMU game in the, in the home opener the second week of the year, JMU might be favored in that game. Uh, you could see Virginia winning that, but that's really the only three Win spots, I see. Maybe Georgia Tech uh, in in November on the 4th at home could be that that one that gets you over. But I'm going to say under um, under the 3.5 for the Hoos in 2023. I'm rooting for them. But, um, yeah, I, I don't have much, much uh, faith or expectations for UVA. Number 13, Georgia Tech, the Yellow Jackets. The Bees, baby, down there in Atlanta. Brent Key, technically it's his first full season, right? But he took over last year as the interim. 
They kind of played well for him down the stretch. He ended up with a 5-7 and seven record. They got five offensive starters back on this ball club, seven on the defensive side. They'll face the 26th toughest schedule in the country. Familiar face, probably going to get the keys to the cart. Quarterback, the sophomore transfer from Texas A&M, Haynes King, going to get the call on, on this ball club. Vegas over under, as my chair squeaks, four and a half for the Bees. Shaded to the under at minus 122. Even money plus 100 on the take back on the over. Looking at this 26th toughest schedule in the country. They'll open in, or, uh, in Atlanta. Not at their home field, but downtown at Mercedes-Benz Stadium against Louisville. South Carolina State, Bowling Green, Boston College, North Carolina, Syracuse, and uh, Georgia will be the home games. The road games, Ole Miss, Wake Forest, Miami, Virginia, and Clemson. I wish this was three and a half. Now, this team might, you know, completely blow my expectations out of water. Still think he's building it a little bit. Um, you definitely beat South Carolina State. You beat Bowling Green. Boston College at home, I'm giving you a half win there. And Syracuse at home, I'm giving you another half win. Could could be four there. Other than that, I don't see it. So I'm going to have to go under that four and a half for the Bs of uh, Georgia Tech, the rambling rack there. Um, I would like to see them get back to, to being respectable at least. Love that fight song. One of the best in the country. Go dig that up if you're listening uh, or if you're looking for something to listen to or you're bored. All right, number 12, we go up the coast to Boston, Massachusetts. Actually, Chestnut Hill where Jeff Hatley is in his fourth season leading the Boston College Golden Eagles. Um, nine offense starters back coming into this campaign. Six on the defensive side. The 70th toughest schedule in the country for this ball club. You kind of have to, you know, I thought BC the last couple of years, I believed in Jeff Hatley, and I liked Phil Dracovic, but he's out. Probably going to go to sophomore Emmett Moorhead as the quarterback. Pat Garwell, the junior running back, is back. Also, two outstanding wide receivers are back in uh, Joseph Griffin and Ryan O'Keefe. You got all five offensive linemen starters back on this ball club. So, plethora of guys returning on this team on the offense. And you get six starters on the defense. Let's look at the 70th toughest schedule in the country. Home games, Northern Illinois, Holy Cross, Florida State, Virginia, Connecticut, Virginia Tech, and Miami. Road games, Louisville, Air, or, um, excuse me, Army. I almost said Air Force. Army, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, and Pitt. Over under win total five and a half. It's shaded to the over at minus one twenty eight. The under plus one oh two for BC. I think Northern Holy Cross, which is not an easy game. Trust me, that's not an easy game. A very good team out of the FCS. But I think the wins Northern Illinois Holy Cross. I'll give you a half win at Virginia. You probably beat Army, even though it's on the road. So. There's three and a half. I'll give them four. At Georgia Tech, another half. I think they might get. They might be able to get the six. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna say under that five and a half. I think they come up short. Like I said, Holy Cross has a chance to beat them. Army on the road won't be easy. Georgia Tech on the road. That's a coin flip game to me. Syracuse on the road, a coin flip game to me. Connecticut at home. Virginia Tech at home. Winnable games. Um. I probably should put this in the pass category, honestly, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say under 
Um, but this is kind of a shitter get off the pot season for Jeff Hathley. So we'll see what he can do up there with Boston College. All right, Syracuse, the Orange, Dino Babers, his eighth season up there leading this program. Seven and six record last year. Seven offensive starters back on the on the um, offensive side of the ball, obviously, and seven defensively. Uh, they will face the 63rd toughest schedule in the country. Garrett Schrader back at quarterback, the senior. Um, Aronde Gadsden Jr. at tight end. Yes, he was a second team on. Conference performer last year, and uh, you know his dad was Aronde Gadsden that played for the Miami Dolphins. You have three offensive linemen back on this football club defensively. Out of the seven starters, it's pretty evenly distributed. Um, you know, you got two D linebackers, all your linebackers back, and two uh, a corner and a safety back. So. You got some experience, starting experience, where you're in all three levels of the defense. Looking at the Vegas Silver under total here before we go to the schedule, changing it up a little bit. Six and a half is the win total. Shaded to the under at minus 162, plus 132 on the over. Home games, Colgate, Western Michigan, Army, Clemson, Boston College, Pittsburgh, and the Bronx. I believe it's at Yankee Stadium. And Wake Forest, the road games, Purdue, North Carolina, Florida State, Virginia Tech, and Georgia Tech. I mean, that's just, that's those first three road games, Purdue, North Carolina, Florida State, you're probably going to be 0-3. I mean, they could win the Purdue game. So 1-2 and two probably, you know, best case scenario in my opinion. Colgate, not a pushover, but I think they start out 2-0. and They probably beat Army at home, 3-0. and BC at home. That's four wins. Pittsburgh and the Bronx, a toss-up. I just don't think they get to that six and a half. But Dino kind of pulls stuff out of the fire. So to me, I, I think I'm going to pass because I could see them going seven wins. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm, no, I'm going to stick true to what I thought initially. I'm going to take the under. I like this team. Uh, I like Garrett Schrader. Kid's a gamer. Um, they got some weaponry. They got some pieces back on both lines of scrimmage. Um, I just worry they don't play a lot of defense under Dino. He's more of an offensive guy, and uh, I think six and six is kind of six and six, five and seven is where they're going to go. So I'll say under the six and a half uh, for the Cuse. Next we go to Blacksburg. Brent Fry's second season, leading the Virginia Tech Hokies three and eight record last year. Seven offensive starters back. And uh, seven on defense, Kyron Drones, the Baylor transfer, the sophomore, or Grant Wells will be your quarterback. Offensive line, you got to replace three starters. Defensively, pretty much outside of the free safety, the entire back seven um, returns. Oh, you got to replace a, a linebacker. So uh, five out of your seven starters in the back end of the defense are back, is back. Brent Fry, that's kind of... He was a Penn State defensive coordinator. That's kind of where he cut his teeth on the defense side of the ball. Um, the Hokies will face the 64th toughest schedule in the country. Home games, Old Dominion, Purdue, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, Syracuse, North Carolina State. Road games at Rutgers, at Maryland, at Florida State, at Louisville, at Boston College, and at Virginia to end the season. 
win total, five and a half. It's shaded to the under at minus 148, plus 118 on the over. I don't see it, man. I don't see five and a half. I mean, hell, you're playing a Big Ten schedule pretty much in the non-conference here with Purdue, Rutgers. Um, I think I set up Maryland. I met up Marshall. So, anyway, got a couple teams in the Big Ten. Um, ODU has never really been an easy game for them. I wouldn't chalk that up as a win. There's just not a lot of guaranteed wins on this thing. Uh, maybe he turns it around, but at five and a half, I will I will uh, lay the juice on the under and, and take that. Like, I mean, it's just, I feel bad. Virginia Tech under Frank Beamer, such a, a – a proud program and and you could kind of set your watch them being at least a top 15 fixture in the sport and uh man they've they've fallen on hard times and uh yeah i there's just not a ton of juice or positive uh vibes down that way it seems like so uh it it is what it is all right we move to number nine the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest, Dave Clawson, 10th season here, coming off an 8-5 and five record in 2022. Five offensive starters back, six on the defense. And uh, Mitch Griffiths is the sophomore. He's probably going to take over for Sam Hartman. Listen, this team is going to put up points and yards on people. The, the claw offense, as it's been dubbed, is, is very good. Defensively, it's kind of where you worry. A little bit here. Um, I mean, this team, they just don't get enough stops uh, to consistently win uh, win games. Six and a half is the win total. Shaded to the under at minus 144, plus 118 on the take back uh, on the over. 44th toughest schedule in the country. Let's look at it. Home games, Elon, Vanderbilt, Georgia Tech, Pittsburgh, Florida State, NC State. Road games at Old Dominion. At Clemson, at Virginia Tech, at Duke, at Notre Dame, and at Syracuse. Six and a half. Can they get there? I think they beat Elon. Well, they'll beat Elon. I think they beat Vanderbilt. I think they can win at ODU. And I think they host Georgia Tech and beat them. So I think they start out 4-0. At Virginia Tech, they can win that. Hosting Pittsburgh could be a win. I wouldn't put it in pin though I don't know man I, I think I gotta go pass here because I think this is a, a 7 or 6 or 5 win club I, I think Clawson head coach and his staff's good enough to, to get this to continue to keep this team bowling uh, losing Sam, Hart, Sam Hartman a quarterback he hit the portal and went to Notre Dame that's a blow so I don't know if I trust them and defensively I need to see some improvement but I I can't make a judgment on it because I think they're right in there so I'm gonna pass passing up at eight I got the Louisville Cardinal Jeff Brom first season uh back in his all honor leading this Cardinals football program six offensive starters back seven along the defense for Louisville they'll face the 54th toughest schedule in the country Jack Plummer um or Brock Brock Doman. I think it's going to be Plummer. Plummer, um, I mean, he played at Cal last year. He transferred, but he was a Purdue guy, so he's got some familiarity with that Brahm system. Johar Jordan, nice little running back here. 
Jamari Thrash and Kevin Coleman at the wide receiver spots. Defensively, the linebackers, Ben Perry and Jarvis Brownlee, lead that core. MJ Griffin, the uh, free safety, leading that secondary here. Louisville was interesting because I thought Scott Satterfield, it seemed like he didn't fit well, but I I always have like this blind spot. I think Louisville's going to be good every year in football. It's just one of the weird quirks I have. Uh, let's look at the schedule. Home games, well, yeah. They go to Atlanta in a neutral site game in the opener against Georgia Tech in conference. Um, they host Murray State. They go to Indianapolis in another neutral site game to take on Indiana. They host BC. They got Notre Dame, Duke, Virginia Tech, Virginia, and Kentucky all at home. Road games, true road games, North Carolina State, Pittsburgh, and Miami, Florida. So the schedule says, what, 54th? I think it's kind of a tough schedule for this ball club. Um, sure, could they start out 4-0? Georgia Tech, Murray State, Indiana, Boston College. I think they will. At NC State on a Friday night, first true road game. That's, I mean, they could give almost all those games right back. They could be 4-3 and three going into their bye. Hosting Duke. Hosting Virginia Tech. Hosting Virginia I think they could. This team could be streaky. Could be a four-game winning streak, a three-game losing streak, a three-game winning streak. So that would put it at seven. And then the last two at Miami, and at, and then Kentucky lose again. The number's eight and a half. By the way, Vegas has said it shaded to the under at minus one fifty-eight, plus one twenty-eight on the over. Um, I'm gonna take the under. I think this is a seven or eight-one club. Like I just kind of went through the schedule. Could be a streaky team. Um, I like I like Brom. I think he'll build up a program there, but I think he's going to need a couple recruiting classes, some portal guys to really get the roster exactly how it wants it. Because Scott Satterfield was kind of a run the ball, play defense kind of guy. Brom is he's he wants to chuck it. I mean, he'll run the ball. He's balanced, but at at his core, he's a he's a spray the ball around kind of guy. And uh, I think it's going to take them a little bit to uh, to get to that point. But I think they're going to go to a bowl and, and be pretty competitive. I really do. In, in year one. Number seven. I got the Duke Blue Devils. Um, Mike Elko's second season. What a hell of a first year for Mike Elko. Nine and four football club. Ten offensive starters back. Eight on the defense. But they faced the 22nd toughest schedule in America this season. Uh, but you gotta, gotta you gotta like the guy they have leading this team, junior quarterback Riley Leonard. Pretty damn good. Pretty good. Sixty percent or sixty four percent completion percentage. Twenty touchdowns, only six picks last season. Honorable mention all conference. Almost rushed for seven hundred yards as well, so uh low key dual threat. Uh Jordan Waters at running back I mean, they got a stable of backs with Waters, Jaquez Moore, and Jalen Coleman. I think they like all three of their backs. Um, the receivers are good, the tight end. You only have to replace the right guard on the offensive line. Graham Barton, the junior left tackle, probably the best piece outside of Leonard on this offense defensively. Dwayne Carter, the big defensive tackle, the junior. Uh, anchors a very 
very underrated front four that's all back. You got to replace a corner and a middle linebacker and a free safety. So some key pieces to replace defensively. Uh, the 22nd toughest schedule in the country looks like this. Home games, um, well, Clemson, Lafayette out of the FCS, Northwestern, Notre Dame, NC State, Wake Forest, and Pittsburgh. Road games for this ball club. UConn, Florida State, Louisville, North Carolina, and Virginia. I mean, this team... It's it's six and a half the Vegas win total shaded to the under at minus one fifty four plus one twenty six on the over to me it's a pass because I believe in Mike Elko I think they're gonna take us they might be better a year more experience in the system um, they're talented they're a talented team uh, underrated talented team but I do think they take a step back I don't think they reduplicate nine and four right but they might be better. Overall, as a team, it's just the record and stats aren't going to reflect that. I just don't know. The schedule, like Clemson, Notre Dame, NC State, you, you get them all at home, but you're probably going to lose those games. Wake and Pittsburgh also at home. Again, those are losable. There's five games at home you could lose. And then on the road, at Florida State, at Louisville, at North Carolina, I mean, you could lose those road games. You could be two and three on the road, wins at UConn and, and Virginia. Like, I just don't I don't think they get over six and a half. So I'll say pass though. Just out of respect. Um I'll be rooting for him. I like I like the hire Mike Elko. He did a hell of a job in a, a nine and four campaign in year one at Duke when I think me and everybody else who who really gets into this shit last year at preview time was like, oh, Mike Elko, let's be patient year one. They're going to suck. Well, they didn't suck. Um, but this year, um, I'm having some apprehension about the Blue Devils down there in Durham, but uh, we shall see. All right, seven. No, six. I just went, yeah, number six. The Wolfpack, North Carolina State, Dave Dorn's 11th season here, coming off an 8-5 and five campaign, seven offensive starters back. Five on the defense. Brennan Armstrong, the Virginia transfer, gets back in the fold with his former offense coordinator two years ago at Virginia. Robert and I, Jordan Houston, the senior running backs back. Got three offensive linemen back defensively. You only have five starters back on the defense, but I think in the ACC consistently, Dave Dorn and NC State, that marriage has led to some pretty good defensive clubs uh, consistently. They're going to play defense. Uh, they will face the 45th toughest schedule in the country. Home games, Notre Dame, VMI, Louisville, Marshall, Clemson, Miami, and North Carolina road games at UConn, at Virginia, at Duke, at Wake, and at Virginia Tech. So the road slate, not crazy hard. Um, Notre Dame at home. I think that's a, a game that's winnable for them, but probably a loss. Um, Louisville at home, another one of those toss-up home games. Clemson and Miami back-to-back weeks, both coming to your house at Dow, or, uh, Carter-Finley Stadium, but probably a split there. North Carolina at the end of the year, you get them at home. Looking at the Vegas over under Winston, it's six and a half. Juice to the over, minus 140, and the under plus 114. This is probably my best bet. I'll lay the 140. At six and a half, Dave Dorn, like this team, 
I think they're gonna win seven or eight, maybe even nine. Like the schedule's not crazy hard. Most of your toughies, uh, like if you were drawing out the schedule, most of your toughies or all of them pretty much in your house, that's workable. I think the Wolfpack are gonna be pretty good. All right, we move into the top five here in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Let's go down to Florida to Coral Gables, where the U, the Miami Hurricanes, reside. Mario Cristobal's second season here uh, at the helm there in Miami, his alma mater. Uh, has nine offensive starters back, ten on the defense. Very disappointing year one. I, I thought this team could compete for the ACC uh, year one. Much because I thought Tyler Van Dyke was going to be awesome. And he took a step back, but guess what? He is back. Xavier Restrepo, his favorite target. The junior wide receiver's back. He got four offensive linemen back. That's Mario's calling card is an offensive line coach. Defensively, you got to replace a boundary corner on this defense. Uh, Leonard Taylor, the D-tackle, the junior, probably a very highly touted recruit. He probably anchors this defense, uh, the most talented guy on that side of the football, for sure, for this ball club. Miami, let's look at the schedule. 48th toughest schedule in the country. Home games, Miami of Ohio, Texas A&M, Bethune, Cookman, Georgia Tech, Clemson, Virginia and Louisville road games at Temple at North Carolina at NC State at Florida State and at BC. So the road slate ACC really didn't give you uh, too many favors. Weird taking a game at Temple, but I think that might have been a little Al Golden Hat tip that was scheduled well in advance. And uh, now you gotta you know the rents due. You gotta you gotta go to Philly. And take on the Owls. But 7.5 is the win total. It's shaded to the under at minus 142. Plus 116 on the over here. I think they can get to the over. A&M at North Carolina. Clemson at Florida State. I think those are the four losses. You're going to need them to, to either... Not slip up in in Raleigh against North Carolina State on the road, or Chapel Hill with North Carolina. But I I just I think they can do it. It's a slide over, and at plus one sixteen, I'm not even putting it in my best bet category. I, I probably will bet this one, put a little bit on it, try to catch that plus money. Um, but I I you know the talents there, Mario's there, the passions there. Like, the expectations are a little tampered down, like I said, coming in, uh, previewing it, starting out, where it's like, you know, last year, I think a lot of people thought year one they would come out guns blazing, and they didn't. Now it's starting to be, you know, the expectations are, are tampered down a little bit. So uh, maybe Miami, um, not that Miami is ever going to come out of nowhere, but, uh, you know, I think they compete this year. I really do. All right. In the number four spot, I got the North Carolina Tar Heels. Mac Brown's fifth season, eight defensive starters back, nine on the offense. They'll face the 43rd toughest schedule in the country. And we all know the sophomore Drake May is back at quarterback. Uh, honorable mention, All-American. This team's talented. Now, depth, I don't know if they quite have the depth, but uh, Mac Brown's done a, a nice job recruiting down there. In Chapel Hill, looking at Carolina, the schedule. 
43rd toughest in the country. They will uh, play South Carolina in a neutral site in Charlotte. The other home games will be Appalachian State, Minnesota, Syracuse, Miami, Virginia, Campbell, and Duke. The road games, Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech, Clemson, and North Carolina State to close out the schedule. 9-5 and five football team last year. Vegas has 8.5 as the win total. Shaded to the under, minus 150, the over, plus 122 for UNC. To me, this is a pass. This is a pass. I tried to find 9 or 10 wins on the schedule. You can. But you could also find this team going 7-5 and five or 6-6. Six and six. South Carolina, App State, Minnesota, at Pittsburgh. That first month of the season... 0-4 would shock me, but those are four losable games. They are. Miami, losable. Duke at home, rivalry game, losable. Clemson and North Carolina State booking or the last two games of the season on the road, both losable. That's eight games I have that are either they're going to be an outright dog, I would favor them to lose, or a toss-up. Like, Syracuse at home, Virginia at home, at Georgia Tech, Campbell, that's only four surefire wins. I would need to get the six or seven surefire like lock wins for me to even consider playing the eight and a half. But I think Drake May is so damn good, like they're going to be in the mix. So to me, it's a pass on eight and a half. Uh, I haven't power rated fourth. I think they're going to compete for the ACC, be in contention uh, to get to the championship game. But uh, I thought Vegas set a pretty nice number here, and. Uh, it is what it is, so I'm passing. All right, let's go to the number three team in the power rankings here. I had the Pittsburgh Panthers, Pat Narduzzi's ninth season there, nine and four football club, seven offensive starters back, five on the defense. It'll face the 47th toughest schedule in college football. Look at this thing. Phil Jerfkovic is making his rounds through college football. He has transferred in to be this team's quarterback. Rodney Hamden, Jr., a pretty good running back. Didn't get a lot of shine last year because Israel Abanaconda ran crazy all over everybody. But he's back. Kanata Mumpfield, the junior wide receiver, is back. You got three offensive linemen back on this team. David Green, the big defensive tackle, anchors this defense. Also Shane Simons, the junior linebacker. And... Um, Bangali Kamara, a junior, kind of a hybrid space player like we see in a lot of modern college football defenses. Um, kind of, you know, plays up towards the line of scrimmage, plays a little nickel, plays a little safety. MJ Devonshire, also another nice piece, to, a junior corner, um, could be a Sunday player. Looking at the schedule, 47th toughest in the country, Wofford, Cincinnati, North Carolina, Louisville, Florida State. Syracuse, well, excuse me, and Boston College are the home games. The road games at West Virginia, at Virginia Tech, at Wake Forest, at Notre Dame, at Duke, and then November the 11th, they will play Syracuse in the Bronx. Um, sort of a neutral site, uh, or definitely a neutral site game, but sort of a road game here. Uh, Pittsburgh, six and a half is the win total. Shaded, big time, minus 192. On the over, the under, plus 154. Six and a half for this football club. It's an over. Wofford, Cincinnati. At West Virginia, the backyard brawl would be tough, but those are winnable games. At Virginia Tech, you get North Carolina and Louisville at home. You can win those. At Wake's winnable. 
at Notre Dame, they could give them some fits. Syracuse in the Bronx is a win. Um, BC at Duke, I think, you know, right there, seven, eight, nine wins, um, depending on how it shakes out. But I, Narduzzi's an asshole. He's kind of cocky. Uh, he can't keep his mouth shut a lot of the times, but he's a pretty good football coach, and they've been pretty consistent the last uh, handful of years. I mean, if you look, 7-7 seven and seven in 2018, 8-5 and five in 19, 6-5 and five in the COVID year, 11-3 in 2021, 9-4 last year. Come on, this team, uh, they're going over 6.5. Not a best bet, I'm not laying. Minus 192 is my best bet, I wouldn't do do you guys that way, but uh, yeah, I like it. All right, now the top two teams I think that will be playing for the ACC championship. Surprise, surprise, it's Clemson and Florida State, but I got Clemson. The Tigers in at number two. 16th season for Dabo Swinney this year. 11-3, and three, seven offensive starters back, eight on the defense, the 25th toughest schedule in America, nine and a half, shaded to the over- Minus 188 is the win total. The under, 9.5 plus 152. Looking at this football team, Will Shipley, the junior wide receivers back. Jake Burning, 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 Brenningstool, uh, the junior tight end, is back. You have four offensive linemen back. Xavier Thomas, the defensive end. Tyler Davis, the defensive tackle. Barrett Carter, Jeremiah Trotter, two great linebackers are back. Um, the entire secondary is back. Listen, Clemson's going to be awesome defensively. Can the sophomore quarterback, Clade, Clade, Cade, excuse me, Cade Klubnik, uh, can he take that step? I know the Orange Bowl didn't look great, but the kid's got some ability, I think. Um, a whole spring ball and a whole fall training camp to, to get ready and get him seasoned will do him wonders. This team's going to be good. Can they hit nine and a half is the win total, though. Let's look at the schedule. 25th toughest in the country. Let's look at the home games first. Charleston Southern, Florida Atlantic, Florida State. That's September 23rd. Wake Forest, Notre Dame, November 4th. Georgia Tech, North Carolina, November 18th. Road games at Duke, at Syracuse, at Miami, at NC State, and out South Carolina to end the season. I think it's an under, though. I think they're going to win 9 or 10. Probably should have passed it, but... The under plus, what, 152. That's juicy. But look, Florida State, I, you get them at home, so you are going to be favored, but that's losable. At Miami, at NC State, Notre Dame, three weeks in a row. That stretch is going to be tough. And then North Carolina and South Carolina, the, book, the last two games of the year, to kind of, I, I mean, that's what, what is that, five? Five, six games? They could lose. Well, they it's Clemson. They can win all those, but um, they are a team. Um, I don't know. They won eleven and three last year. I think you pencil win the win ten, but I think they go nine and three this year. I really do. And the win total is a regular season thing, so they could still win ten games with the bowl game and keep their streak alive. Um, I mean, but that's that's where I'm at. So that leaves one team left. Team I think is going to win the conference. Mike Norvell's fourth season, coming off a ten and three campaign in twenty twenty two. Eight offensive starters back, nine on the defense. From Tallahassee, Florida, it's FSU, the Florida State Seminoles. 
I have this team winning the ACC. Their Vegas win total shaded to the over. Nine and a half is the number. Minus 134 on the over. Plus 110 on the under. Let's look at this football team before we get into the sketch. Jordan Travis, the senior. He came back for more fun at quarterback. Junior running back Trey Vinson. You get Keon Coleman from Michigan State. And he's 6'4", 210. Then you got Johnny Wilson, a second-team All-ACC performer. At the other receiver, 6'7", 240. You got four offensive linemen back. Jared Verse, third-team All-American. He comes back at the defensive end. The entire D-line is back. Three of your starters in the secondary and two of your linebackers are back on that nine returning starters on the defense. This team... They're going to be good defensively. Jordan Travis stays healthy. They're going to be really efficient offensively. They got big targets for him to throw. He's going to use his legs. They can rely on Trey Benson a little bit to, to carry the to tote the rock and, and carry this team offensively in the run game. I like everything about Florida State. It feels like they're bought in. They had a ton of guys that could have portaled, could have entered the draft early, and uh, those guys came back. You know, Jared Verse. Jordan Travis, Johnny Wilson. Like, these guys could have left and, and they came back. Let's look at the schedule. 41st toughest in America. They open up in Orlando. Neutral site game against LSU. Home games, Southern Miss, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Duke, Miami, Florida, and North Alabama. Road games at Boston College, at Clemson, at Wake, at Pitt, and at Florida. I'll give you this. There's four losable games that jump off the page. LSU in the opener, at Clemson, at Pittsburgh, actually five losable games, at Pittsburgh, Miami, and at Florida State. But I, I you know, I think they're going to lose to LSU and then they're going to drop an ACC game. I think they're going to go 10-2, and two, maybe 11-1. and one. Um, I just like this team. I, I think, you know, they came back for the right reasons. Um, and when you get, you know, they do have expectations, but I, they're ready. I think they're ready. I like Florida State. I like this team um, last year, and I think they just built off the success and momentum of last year's ball club, and I think Mike Norvell has finally got this for this Florida State program turning into the right direction. All right. Now, this isn't my favorite conference uh, when it comes to the best bet, but we got to get the best bet in, and then we'll get out of here. i got to go NC State over – the six and a half at minus 140. It's less juicy than the Pittsburgh one, but those were my two favorite plays. The Pittsburgh one's like minus 192. I'm, I'm not going to do that to you guys. So minus 140 over six and a half. NC State Wolfpack over is the best bet in the ACC. But we only have three more parts left here in the college football preview. We got the Pac-12. We got the SEC. And we got the Big Ten slash Notre Dame. Yes. Exciting stuff. But that is it. Part 7's done and dusted. Rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at podcast, podcast, at podcast, PCAST. Easy for me to say. Um, share it with a friend and enemy. We greatly appreciate the the uh, criticism and the compliments. Uh, follow, subscribe to the show on all major and minor podca- podcasting platforms. My goodness. I am struggling, like usual, to close this uh, show out. So, uh, what's new, right? Anyway, we're getting closer to college football. That's exciting. So, yeah. Anyway, 
This has been the only Tyler Peacock for the Podcock Peacast. (laughs) 